Music soundtracks so much of our lives. You know when you hear a song, it just takes you to a moment in your life like nothing else, whether it was your first big party, your first hookup, graduation. Not always good stuff, though. Like, actually, a lot of us use music to pick us up when we're down or chill us out when we're really stressing. But what draws us as individuals to some songs over others? Why, for instance, are you listening to Phoebe Bridges to get through your breakup but I'm relying on the corn song from TikTok. Well, some new research has come out showing the lyrics of our favourite songs can tell us a lot about how we behave in relationships. There's actually a lot to this. It's called attachment theory. Maybe it's something you've heard a little bit about before. Let's find out what it is all about. Here's Shalala Madora. Okay, but who of us hasn't spent time curled up on the floor listening to our favourite breakup songs while having our hearts smashed to smithereens? Music helps us explain the world. It helps us process big feelings and can help us feel less alone while we're feeling them. And new research suggests music could explain the way we act while we're in relationships. People tend to really gravitate towards music that speaks to them personally in terms of the experiences that they've had in relationships, the emotions that they feel in their romantic or close relationships. That's Dr. Ravin Alai. He did his PhD at the University of Toronto on how we're drawn to lyrics that reflect our attachment types. In other words, how we behave with the ones we love the most. Attachment theory uh, proposes that there's four ways that people tend to approach their close relationships. The first way, you, we call it anxious attachment. And these are people who worry a lot that their partners are going to leave them or that their partners don't love them as much as they love their partners. So if this is you, then these are the kinds of lyrics you're super into. You know I'd still die for you. Some people might describe these anxiously attached individuals as being needy or clingy. Uh, A second type would be avoidantly attached. They're more dismissive. They more want to keep their independence. Uh, They're emotionally very unavailable. They think relationships will fail. So they want to keep their distance and kind of go at it on their own. Dr. Ali is describing the kid Leroy, basically. And I will never change. I couldn't even if I wanted to. Another type would be people who are mixed between those two. While they really want to get close, kind of like the anxiously attached individuals, they also then get worried once someone gets too close to them, so then they they kind of back off. Hello, Lizzo, anyone? You're supposed to hold me down, but you're holding me back, and that's the sound. I mean, I'm calling you back. And then the final category would be secure. So these are people who are very low on anxious attachment and very low on avoidant attachment. They have positive expectations of relationships. Um, They communicate openly with their partners. They trust their partners. They turn to their partners in times of need. uh, And they have very open and loving relationships. The thing with that last example, secure attachment, is that there aren't a whole lot of songs that fit the bill. 
In fact, Dr. Relay says song lyrics reflecting that healthy attachment style are getting more and more rare. So from 1946 to 2015, we looked at the lyrics of the most popular songs, um, and what we found was that music has become increasingly uh, avoidant uh, in its lyrics and uh, much less secure in its lyrics. It wasn't that way back in our parents' and grandparents' day. So if you go back to music in the 40s, 50s, 60s, very easy to find music that talks about good relationships, positive aspects of relationships, people being very secure with each other. But Dr. Alai says modern music is way more angsty and negative. And I think that says something about our wider culture. People in general are getting more individualistic. They're kind of pushing away. They're becoming more... uh, People are feeling lonelier and lonelier. If society's getting lonelier, is it any surprise that's reflected in the art people create? We're not sure why. It could be things like social media that are pushing us that way. And just like music reflects the loneliness of modern society, it also presents a solution to that isolation. Think about that feeling you get when you're standing in a crowd of people singing to the same song. It's intoxicating stuff. I thought music is a really powerful way of bringing people together. If you find that someone shares your musical tastes, then uh, it almost instantly makes you feel closer and makes you feel that you're really familiar with this person or that you share something deeper with this person. Hack on Triple J.